0: Hey, it's Amy, and you're listening to Saving Amy, a podcast about a woman rewriting her narrative, creating her own version of happiness, and sharing exactly how she gets there. I've never been good at sticking to my boundaries. At this point, I'm not even sure what some of my boundaries are, but makes for a great episode so my friends welcome back to another episode of saving amy and today's episode is going to be about boundaries so what are boundaries you might ask in a nutshell boundaries are the limits and rules that we set for ourselves within relationships now boundary setting is a skill and we know as humans that skills need to be worked on. They need to be practiced on. If you just do something once, there's a very slim chance that you're going to be really, really good at it. I guess you can relate it to meditation, even though I never meditate. I, I, again, just a girl sitting on her meditation pillow in her closet, okay? But same thing with meditation. You wouldn't try to meditate for an hour the very first try, and assume you're going to be great at it, you probably won't even be able to sit there for five minutes. And you probably won't succeed very well because it's your first time trying it. So same thing goes for boundary setting. So as we practice, we get better at asserting and maintaining our boundaries over time. And contrary to what some people may think, Healthy boundaries are necessary to maintain healthy relationships, whether it's familial, friendship-based, or even with a romantic partner. Boundaries and people-pleasing completely go hand-in-hand. So I made an episode on people-pleasing. I would strongly suggest you check it out if you are so inclined. I'm absolutely not a boundary-setting professional, so please take everything that i say with a grain of salt but i would love for someone out there to be able to get something out of what i talk about today because boundaries are something that we can all relate to we all have personal boundaries every single one of us and i'm willing to bet at one point or another you compromised your boundaries for someone or maybe even completely ignored them or Maybe you've had someone in your life set a boundary with you and you're kind of uncomfortable. First of all, that's okay to be uncomfortable. When things are different and people change, sometimes those boundaries need to be put in place. And they're never, ever actually put in place because you don't like said person. But I digress. So today's episode is going to be all about personal boundaries, how we go about creating them, practicing them, and standing firm in them. So we and we alone are responsible for maintaining our own boundaries. And I've definitely dropped the ball on this in some of my relationships in the past. But you know what? It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person, and neither are you. But i've definitely had to hold myself accountable in order to be able to grow holding yourself accountable is a really beautiful thing because it means that you've acknowledged that maybe some of your behaviors haven't been true to you and you want to fix it so as long as you are on a path to growing i mean it's all good in the hood okay so at one point or another we've probably ignored our own boundaries And then maybe even become a little bit annoyed or resentful when our boundaries are not being respected. But here's the thing. Here's what'll throw you for a loop, my friends. How is one supposed to respect a boundary when they're not even aware of it in the first place? So this is why we need to hold ourselves accountable. People can't mind read. Boundary setting can be scary to do for the first time. Like you're doing something wrong or making the other person upset. But my friends. If someone gets upset over you setting a boundary, that is a red flag. Pay attention. Boundaries are never meant to hurt or jeopardize relationships. Okay, listen to that again. Even go back like 15 seconds if you got to listen to that again. Okay, one more time. Just listen to it just so it's really, really burned in there. Okay, let's move on. So I'm just going to give you a couple little, I guess, boundaries for beginners. You know, I'm definitely a beginner, so I didn't mean that in a condescending tone (laughs) or sarcastic tone, whatever. Um, But for me, I found, like, especially... I would always need to give a person a very long-winded explanation for why I wasn't doing something. Listen, no one cares, okay? (laughs) I try to put myself in the other person's shoes. If I ask someone to do something and they say no, do I really need a huge paragraph of like, no, you know, my uncle's hamster is actually coming in in the morning um, on an airplane and I need to go pick him up. You could have just said no, okay? See how this ties in with people pleasing? Very, very similar. So someone invites you to a party. You don't want to go. That's okay, my love. You don't have to go. You can always say, you know that sounds great but i'm really feeling like i'd like to just spend some time with me this weekend just because you have free time doesn't actually mean that you need to make yourself available to people sometimes that free time can equal self-care time and whatever you do with that time is completely up to you another way to set boundaries maybe um let's use an example maybe a close friend of yours writes you and they're like hey Um, I'm in a crisis right now. Can you talk? What if you actually can't talk? Here is what I would do, I would feel in this situation. Hey, listen, I would love to be there for you and support you right now. But It's actually really not possible. Can I give you another resource of someone who is available? Now that could eat, depending on the crisis, that could be another like mutual close friend or maybe suggest them talking to a family member that they could trust. Or if it's something to do with, this is a mental health podcast, maybe, you know, they're having some really dark thoughts and feelings, suggest, you know, the crisis line, the warm line, anything like that at all. Um. Now, all these situations, they can vary. Another great example of setting a boundary is if, what if a friend comes to you and they had a really negative experience with another one of your mutual friends and they just want to spew crap and talk about it and, you know, vent. That's all fine and dandy, but if you feel like you don't really want to take sides or, you know, get involved in the drama, a really, really good response to this would be something you know, like, you know, I can see that you're feeling very strongly about this, and you have every right to feel the way that you do. However, I'm not really comfortable taking sides. um. So I'm not really sure if I'm the person that you should be venting to about this. I swear to God, I'm starting to get so much better at this. But unfortunately, as I'm getting better at it, some people just didn't like it. And I think, that could have been one of the downfalls in many of my failed friendships. I almost enmeshed myself with other people and took on their mannerisms and behaviors. And that's something that I've always told people, you know, like, even when I say, you know, I adopted that saying from my teacher in secretary school. Okay. So this is what I'm saying. And sometimes you can enmesh yourself so much in other people and intertwine in their lives that you don't even know your own boundaries anymore. You kind of lose your sense of self. I'm going to give you guys a great example now of how I set a boundary with a family member. Okay, so someone really close to me had told me they found me a new bed for a ridiculously good price. And I would be getting it as a gift, so I wouldn't even have to pay for it. So naturally, I was so appreciative and so thankful. And a couple days later, I had actually taken the day off work to do my Christmas shopping at the mall. So I had just sat down at Second Cup in the mall to have a latte before I started my shopping when I received a bunch of texts from this family member. And they told me that I could actually get my bed delivered to me that very same day. So I replied, and I said I was at the mall, naturally. And then I received a text saying, do you want the bed or not? God bless. I love this person so much, so it's fine. So instead of texting back and getting, you know, kind of mad or not being able to tell someone's tone, I called this person and I said very assertively, I am very appreciative for being able to get this bed and I can't wait to have it. However, I have actually taken the day off work to get my Christmas shopping done. That's something that I need to do. So I will not be leaving the mall until that is finished. But how about we come up with a time that works out for the best of us? Because I should be home pretty early this afternoon. And you know what happened? Nothing. Nothing at all happened. They thought that was a great idea. I got to have my cake and eat it to my friends, two birds stoned at once. You know what I mean? (laughs) I got to finish my shopping and I got my bed that day. It was a good day. And that person that I thought could potentially be mad at me for setting a boundary, um, they weren't mad. They weren't mad at all. And I never had these feelings of resentment that I would have had if I completely ignored my boundary and said, screw it. Okay, whatever. I'll go home now and completely, you know, re- rework my day just to please someone else. So for me, it's been a pretty smooth process setting boundaries with my family. For years and years, family events used to make me so uncomfortable. And I didn't want anyone asking about my life. I felt like I was a failure and I was the black sheep. And I didn't ever want to visit home. And after some drastic events... My immediate family finally understood after all these years why I didn't want to go home. And they, they finally respected it. And we had a, a conversation about it because a conversation was never had. They told me I never had to go home ever again in my life if I didn't want to. And they would visit me instead. So in recent times, things have changed and definitely for the better. And I have been able to go home. And guess what? drinking myself to sleep every time I go there. I quit drinking. I'm not drinking at all because that is something that I used to do. I drank to cope. I've come to this realization in recent months that I'm not this loser, failure, black sheep I always thought I was. My family loves me deeply and they think so highly of me. And someday, you know, I might even elaborate on this a bit more, but I feel like I'm getting off topic now. I tend to do that. So let's get back to boundaries. I know I mentioned this a few minutes ago, but unfortunately setting boundaries within friendships did not go well. I got sick of coming off as defensive when I was just trying to speak up for myself. And sure, trying to set boundaries at first can be uncomfortable. I said this, but I stand my ground and I no longer care if anyone thinks I'm defensive. You think I'm defensive? Okay, you you can hold that belief and you can... Hold the belief that I'm negative and I see the bad and everything. That's just your lens that you're looking at me through. You do you, boo. Finally, my approval of myself is way more important to me than someone understanding me and my boundaries. So, my lovely little people, if someone is constantly ignoring your boundaries they are disrespecting you let them go and it sucks really bad but I can think of countless countless times in the past where my boundaries were completely ignored and some of these times I had no one to blame but myself (laughs) because again how is someone supposed to know about a boundary if you don't tell them you have the right to make your own choices in life no matter what else anyone thinks I mean I'm hoping for your sake that they're good choices and at the end of the day that they're good choices for you so I was hanging out with a friend recently and um, they actually said hey I have this wicked suggestion for a podcast episode that you should do and then immediately they stopped themselves and they said oh crap wait Actually, I I'm not gonna tell you anything. I don't wanna influence your podcast since it's your podcast. So I told this person, hey, tell me anyway. I can hear you out, but I don't actually have to listen to you. And then we both laughed. Because it's true. And these are the types of ways I feel like people maybe thought that I was being defensive in the past. When I'm not really, and this person, I guess, is I don't want to just assume that they're incredibly emotionally mature and put them on this big pedestal, but I feel like they're a little bit older than me. They've got more life experience and just, I guess, a little bit more mature that they didn't take offense to that comment at all. all. Because of course, yes, tell me your idea. Um, I don't have to listen to you, but tell me. And I didn't mean that in a mean or condescending way. It's just... You know, I can take it at face value, take it or leave it. Another example of how I reinforced the boundary a little while ago um, was my yoga teacher actually reached out to me and she asked if I would like to to start learning how to assist her in class and I declined i did i de- I politely declined this invitation because I wanted to focus on my own practice now, and I don't want to commit to too much and by reinforcing my own boundaries, I, I have learned for sure that I'm not big on commitment. Um, and just to lightly touch on that, I'd say this was probably about a month and a half to two months ago now. I woke up, all I had on the go that day was go to yoga and go to work. So that was great. But by the time I finally got in bed that night, I had done way more than just go to yoga and go to work. So I think how that day ended up going was I went to yoga, I went to work, I had to go um, shopping with my mom and then drop her off at a family member's house. And then after that, I went for a walk um, around Kitty Vitty with one of my girlfriends. And then after that, I went to a yin class, I think that night at a hot yoga studio. And then by the time I got home, it was like 930 at night. And I thought to myself, I was lying in bed and I thought, hey, if I had waken up this morning and I knew that I had to do all those things that I did today, I feel like my mood would have been a little bit different. Like I would have woke up a little bit annoyed, but I kind of just went with the flow of the day and just kind of did things on a whim and i had a really awesome day. it was incredibly busy and i don't like having super super busy days like that very often. but that was a you know a little check-in that i had in with myself that i thought, hey, that's an interesting observation. i'm going to take note of that for next time. i'm hoping in the future to probably make another episode on boundaries once i start getting better at mine. i'm hoping that some of the examples that i gave you guys today were helpful at all. i'd also like to very quickly touch on you know, what if you're on the receiving end? What if a friend comes to you and they're trying to set a boundary with you? Okay? What I really want you to do, if at all possible, is acknowledge first of all that this is not about you. It's literally not about you at all. This is about this person feeling more comfortable within themselves and, you know, staying true to their morals and values and boundaries just exist they're like this invisible line between us and everyone else in the world you know you wouldn't touch someone else physically without their consent so boundaries are needed that is it that's how we keep on the straight and narrow sure they're allowed to change over time but just be patient you might be a little bit uncomfortable but that's okay but please don't shut that person out if you really do care about them and I'm going to end this episode off by giving just three tips for setting boundaries that I feel like will set you up for success in the long run. Number one is to identify your boundary very, very clearly. So, you know, for me, since I have struggled with um, eating issues in the past, I naturally become very uncomfortable when there's talks of dieting or calorie counting around me but this is a thing in the world that we live in that kind of stuff is never going to go away so if i'm ever in a situation like that i either remove myself from the situation or i tell people yeah like Food issues are actually not something that I'm comfortable talking about because I used to struggle with my body image a lot. And it's something that I'm still dealing with. Normally, like most people are not gonna care, man. They're really not gonna care. And you can relate this to anything, even you know, quitting drinking. I know I'm going to get to a point where I'm in a lot of social situations and people are going to offer me alcoholic beverages and they're not going to understand why I'm saying no and that's okay because I already got my checklist of all the things in my head of what I will say and there's a lot of different things that I will say it would be even great if you could identify why this boundary is very important to you because that will set you up for success hundred percent and you won't let people um you know challenge your boundary that type of thing Number 2 is to be straightforward. And I think I just answered that within number 1. <laughs> so see number 1 and number 3. And I know probably all of us do this, I still do it. Don't say you're sorry. Don't. Don't don't you dare. Because you have nothing to be sorry for. Listen, I am far from perfect, but I'm doing my best and I just wanted to share all this stuff with you today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Saving Amy. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to this podcast and rate it five stars. I will talk to you soon. Take care.